And welcome back to the podcast. My name is Justin, your host in your face with grace. This is Clay, creatively leading, always yearning. And today's going to be a bit of a more somber topic, I think. Uh, something that's been on my mind an awful lot is uh, you just never know when the last time is going to be the last time that you're going to have an opportunity to interact with somebody. You just never know when uh, your last time saying goodbye to somebody is going to be the last. You never know when your last time sending a text will truly be your last. And we've had many, many opportunities in time in our lives uh, to think about this. It's been brought up before. Uh, You've probably thought about it before. If you haven't, you will think about it. As soon as you lose somebody in your life that you wish you had more time with, you will think about it. So not too long ago, uh, we had this little thing called a, a pandemic, and people got all uh, sensitive about uh, who they spent time with and were unsure who to trust, and it seemed like it just seemed like it was just an absolute mess and a disaster. And there are many people, I think, in this time that, depending your uh, geographical location, found yourself uh, more isolated than you ever thought. And there are many people that chose to isolate for fear of uh, getting sick or being around anybody. And uh, then there's also just uh, the fact that it was a really easy, convenient reason to not see and not talk to people. And uh, for me, I, I think that there are uh, some aspects of that last one that uh, I didn't exactly complain about. And I'm not afraid to admit that here in uh, this podcast, this episode is not about me and I'm not asking for empathy and not asking for uh, you to feel sorry for me whatsoever. In fact, uh, my, my hope is that uh, after you hear what I'm about to say, that uh, you just take stock of your relationships, of your life today. And uh, if there's anything that you have uh, left unsaid that needs to be said, if there's anyone you need to make it right with, then my hope is that you do that. My hope is that you uh, take a step to do that today. Send that text, make that phone call. Because you just don't know you just don't know if you're if you're guaranteed tomorrow or that person's guaranteed tomorrow. You just don't know. In fact, uh, you won't ever know, and th- and that's the that's the thing that's really sinking in for me of late. In the last uh, few years, I've had some relationships in my life that have become very very distant. Uh, you may be able to relate. I've had some family uh, go different directions. I've had. Uh, some friends go different directions, uh, and some of this is just because life has taken us different directions, and some of this has been a, a matter of uh, what I believe is to be evil. I, I believe evil has uh, caused rifts and distances in some of these relationships, and personally, I have uh, said good riddance to many, not to them, but to the relationship itself. I mean, there's a big uh, benefit to having the ability to not allow certain relationships to hold you back and to keep you in a negative space, so to speak. But I also think that that comes as a two-edged sword in and of itself because sometimes those relationships that you choose to create distance between for a period of time, knowing that it's just for a period of time, eventually that period of time may become easier to just go ahead and keep that distance there. And so that period of time becomes a lengthier period of time. And I'm not so sure that that's the healthiest way to go about it either. Being that we may need distance from some in our lives, we need to create some healthy distance to recover from a uh, relationship that has some negative consequences or, or uh, created negative circumstances in our life. 
I think that there is absolutely space for that. And uh, you are not meant to be the friend to everybody. Uh, you're not meant to be the confidant to everyone in the, the world. You, just, you don't have the capacity to do that, and, and neither do I. And so I understand that there's going to be relationships that are just going to go by the wayside, and it is what it is at the end of the day. Uh, should we mourn them at, at some point? I think, yeah, you probably should uh, mourn the loss of that relationship and know that it could always have redemption. It can always return and become a, a, a newfound relationship. But at the end of the day, you do need to keep pressing forward and uh, you can't pause your life for someone else to catch up with you or you can't expect others to pause their life for you to catch up with them. Suffice it all to say, I talk a lot about not being passive. In fact, uh, actually opposing passivity in your life. I talk a lot about that on this podcast. I talk a lot about that in my day-to-day life, especially among men where we have a mass epidemic of passivity, especially within the church. Now, here I'm about to share an area where I believe passivity can sneak up on you and where it certainly did for me. I realized uh, in this last few years with some of these relationships that have gone by the wayside, there's also relationships that uh, just have a natural distance that gets created in between them. And it's up to you oftentimes to just take the ownership and reach out, send that text or make that phone call. And I've experienced something recently where if you wait too long to do that, it can become too late. Your last chance to talk to somebody could have been just now. So here's the reality. I had a I had a friend and a mentor in my life, somebody who had some serious impact on my career early on. I learned a lot from him. He was diagnosed with ALS going into COVID right about the same time that COVID started. And being that the world shut down and created distance, I also learned about this uh, through the grapevine. It wasn't supposed to be public knowledge. wasn't supposed to know about it. It uh, created this weird, this weird barrier where I didn't really know what to say or do. And so I chose to do nothing, say nothing. And that continued to uh, be fine for a short period of time. And then that do nothing, say nothing became a, how come you haven't reached out yet? How come you haven't said something yet? You know, for, for sure, like everybody everybody knows who's connected to the showman in, in, in any way. Everybody knows what's going on. It wouldn't be weird for you to reach out. In fact, it's getting weird that you haven't reached out. You haven't said anything. And so here is uh, where, here's where I don't really know what to tell you other than don't do what I did. Don't do what I did at all. I think that there is a natural boundary that some people are going to create in their life to maybe make it easier, especially with a severe diagnosis such as this one that I'm talking about. I think that there is an aspect of of that, and uh, I certainly believe that uh, at least I and some others have experienced that in this case as well. And I don't think that that is a reasonable uh, excuse really for me to still have not done or said anything at all. Granted, I've learned a, a great deal in this moment, and that is don't wait. Don't wait to reach out to somebody that you care about. Don't reach, uh, or don't wait to reach out to someone to let them know that you care at the very least. This is a circumstance where I've been thinking about it for the last few weeks. I learned uh, that this person uh, could no longer communicate a couple of months ago. 
And that was when I finally reached out. I finally sent a text because I knew that that would maybe be the only thing that could get through. And I sent that going, wow, you waited too long. Like I already knew that I waited too long at that point in time. And then I didn't know if I was going to have a chance to have a future interaction or not uh, prior to uh, him moving on. And uh, I didn't. I didn't. It wasn't uh, more than a month later where I learned of the news of his passing. Now, I'm okay. I'm, I'm doing fine. But this has hit me pretty hard. It's hit me hard enough that I decided to record an episode uh, about it because I think that this is a... I think this is a message that you all need to hear, and I need to hear as well, and I probably need to hear myself say it right now. You don't know when, you don't know when your time's going to come, you don't know when your loved one's time's going to come, and really you just, you don't know when anyone's time's going to come. We've talked about the urgency of the gospel before, uh, but there should also be an urgency of just living. The reality is, you and I could be here and gone in an instant. And you don't know until it's too late when it's too late. No, I'll go and say that one again. You don't know that it's too late until it's too late. And there's, I don't think there's really many feelings that quite compare to that one. That moment of, wow, I could have said something. I could have done something different. And this is just one example here. Uh, and what it has done, and uh, here's what I've learned from it, and I hope that uh, you're able to hear and, and learn something here as well. Again, this is not a pity party for me. I'm not seeking your empathy. Uh, my prayers go out to his family. I'm looking forward to celebrating his life here in a couple of weeks. And outside of that, uh, I'm... I'm I'm grateful. I'm grateful for uh, the times that I got with this gentleman, uh, the times that our paths crossed, uh, the friendship that I did have. And uh, I'm also grateful for this lesson that I, I have learned today and this season. I have many people in my life that I would feel awful if something were to happen to them and our relationship is where it currently is today. There are many things that uh, have been left unsaid. There are many moments that have been left unshared. And I don't think that it's quite possible to uh, do this perfectly 100% of the time if you are engaging and building relationships and meeting new people and growing your network consistently because uh, you have a gift, you have a salvation, and you're dying to share it. I think that uh, if you're living a Christian life, you're going to find that uh, your connections and those that you know and the relationships that you build are going to expand uh, far greater than you'll ever have time for in a day, let alone weeks and months and years. And I think that that right there is why discipleship is so significant and so important and something that every church should be focused on building a culture around a, a Christ-centered discipleship focus. So for you in your personal life, I would take stock of those key relationships in your life, those significant family relationships, maybe those friends, and just make sure, just make sure 
that if something were to happen to that individual, that you wouldn't regret where your relationship is today. Now, don't beat yourself up about this. Don't let it drag you down. Don't let it uh, cause you to find yourself in a paralysis through analysis sort of uh, mindset or state. That is not what I'm saying here. I do not want you to dwell on the past personally. Uh, I, 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 love, I, I love the quotes. Uh, and there's a couple people that have taken credit for it. I don't remember who uh, has the most credit for it or who initially said it or, or, or at least uh, published it. Uh, but the windshield of a car is bigger for a reason. You shouldn't be spending all of your time looking back behind you. That's why the rearview mirror is so small. And yes, I totally paraphrase that. There is a way, way woodier and way more uh, cute way of saying that. But uh, you get the point. Uh, you get the point. And so the point of this episode is not that you go, oh, man, I need to go right all my wrongs everywhere. Yeah, you know what? Actually, yeah, you, you, you may need to do that. Uh, you may need to go take care of some things. You may need to go take care of some relationships. Uh, and that may be your opportunity to be Jesus to somebody. Uh, or hopefully, maybe maybe in some cases, uh, for them to be Jesus to you. You see, there's uh, this uh, this idea that we have to be right all the time. There's this idea that we have to have all of the right answers. There's this expectation, especially especially for us men. So you hear me, hear me when I say this. There's this expectation that you just get it right all the time and that you don't feel anything, that you don't go through life and experience it, both the good and the bad. There's this expectation by society now that you don't get involved in anything. Rather, you stay out of the way. We wouldn't want your masculinity to encroach. It's been coined toxic. There's, there's an attack on manhood out there. And for many of us, we already have struggled or carried burdens that we don't want to talk about, that we don't want to share about. We've already kept things inside that don't need to be kept inside for far too long. And now with the world opposing true masculinity... God-given masculinity, the heart of a man, with the world opposing that, well, what do you do? I, I know that you're experiencing life, both the good and the bad. I know that it's not always easy. I know that because I'm experiencing that with you. It's called being human. And it's not meant to be easy. The road's not meant to be easy. Your journey is not meant to be an easy one. And times are going to come up when you're going to have to humble yourself. And you're going to have to send that text or make that phone call. Otherwise, you may find yourself living with the pain of regret. And that's a pain that I'm sure many of you listening have experienced. Maybe you're experiencing it now. If you have never experienced the pain of regret and you probably will. You, you probably will. I've heard many, many uh, self-help guru say things to the effect of, if I could go back and change anything in my life, I wouldn't, because it would impact who I am today. And I don't believe that to be true. I don't believe that anybody can look back on their life and look back at all the decisions they made and 
knowingly and willingly say that they would never go back and change any of the decisions they made. Maybe many of them you would let play out. Because hindsight's twenty twenty, and you can see how one thing related to the next. Now looking forward, though, this is where taking ownership over you and your responsibilities matters. You're going to have far less that you want to change, far less regrets, if you're willing to own today and take ownership over your life, the life that's been given you, and do the most that you can with it, so that when your time does come, you finish this race exhausted, tired, beat up and broken down, and ready for a rest. Ready for a rest at his feet. Listening to the angels and heavenly hosts cry out, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. When you hear the words, Well done, good and faithful servant, it will all be worth it. It will all be worth it. And with that, gentlemen, ladies, listeners, wherever you're at today, wherever you're at, wherever you're hearing this, I hope that you find it within yourself to share it. And at the very least, I hope that you find it in yourself to go ahead and send that text and make that phone call. Because you don't know when it's going to be too late until it is, in fact, too late.